0: This episode of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast is brought to you by WorldwideGolfShops.com. Be sure to go out to WorldwideGolfShops.com for all of your equipment, apparel, and accessory needs. They've even got training aids. They've got all the great stuff from all the brands that you hear on our podcast every week. So once again, that is WorldwideGolfShops.com. You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission? To keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. And now, the owner and host of the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, Adam Fonseca. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast. As always, you can find us all over social media at Golf Unfiltered. You can go ahead and hit us up on email. Adam at golfunfiltered.com. Hello to our friends over at hackersparadise.com, and I just wanted to remind everyone that we are part of their podcast network along with two other fantastic shows, Off Course and Range Days. And, of course, hello to our friends over at Cleveland, Srixon, and Zegzio. Been playing their clubs for the last couple of years. You guys know that. They got something special coming out very soon, and I can't go into too much detail, but just keep your eyes peeled to golfunfiltered.com to learn more very, very soon. Alright folks, today on the show we welcome on Mr. John Prulidge. He is the president of Fling Golf. If you've not heard of Fling Golf before, then that's okay, because I hadn't either uh, prior to this year. I actually had the chance to uh, get a demonstration of Fling Golf and the Fling Stick, which you'll understand what all these terms are here in a second, uh, down in Orlando at the PGA Merchandise Show. So this is a podcast episode that's uh, been many months in the making, and uh, had a really good conversation with John today to learn a little bit about what Fling Golf is all about, who they hope to attract to the game. And uh, really, it's not just beginners. I have to stress that. I know we talk a lot about that today in the uh, conversation, but it's a really fun way to play a game that we all love in just a little bit of a different way. So uh, we'll be right back after a quick word from one of our sponsors with Mr. John Prulidge, president of Fling Golf. Today's episode is also brought to you by the Ben Hogan Golf Equipment Company. No big hype, no big price, but definitely a big deal. Take advantage of their factory direct model where you cut out the middleman and get the best products shipped to your door direct from the company. They've got a demo program to try out their products before you buy, a trade-up program to get these clubs in your hands even quicker, and special financing where you can split your payment into four to make these clubs even more affordable. Go to BenHoganGolf.com to learn more. That's right, folks. Welcome back to the show. Really excited to welcome on Mr. John Pruledge. He is the president of Fling Golf. John, thanks so much for, uh, for joining us tonight.
1: Uh, thanks for uh, having me on. Appreciate it.
0: Yes, sir. And you know, it's funny, I had the chance to uh, try out, uh, we're going to talk a lot about Fling Golf. I had a chance to try out the products that you guys offer. Uh, we're going to get into all of that. But for those who might not be familiar with what Fling Golf is, uh, what would be maybe maybe your elevator speech as to what uh, Fling Golf uh, entails?
1: So yeah, so Fling Golf is a, the easiest way to think about it. It's an athletic alternative to golf that's it on a golf course any golf course without any modifications and you're using a regular golf ball so our product the fling stick is you really is just a it's a different motion you're not making contact with a golf ball like you would in in, uh, in traditional golf but rather you're putting it in the fling stick and the, the head of the fling stick and you're throwing the golf ball so it's a very natural intuitive motion for people and the stick is designed so that you can take every shot with it um. So you really just need one fling stick to play the entire course. And it's even got pads on the side of it so that you can use it for on the green putting um, or similar uh, similar types of shots. Um, but but the idea is really it's a, you know, ways to think about it. One is it's a it's a it's a casual alternative to golf. So it's very easy for people that have never been on a golf course or have tried, you know, briefly to play golf and, you know, didn't, uh, didn't stick with them. Don't have a set of clubs because it's very easy to uh, um, basically get one fling stick. You're out on the course and you're playing.
0: One of the things I like the most about it is the fling stick is really easy to pick up um, both literally and figuratively. And it's really just a matter of, like you said, it kind of cradles a golf ball, similar in concept, I would say, to maybe lacrosse. And you literally, as the name implies, just kind of fling it down down a golf hole. Uh, I'd imagine that this is really good for beginners just getting into the game.
1: Yes, exactly. And, and I, I think a good way to think about it is lacrosse golf in terms of the conception of the actual product, since we're on a podcast and there's not a visual here, is it's got this head that's really almost a combination between sort of cross and high lie, which a lot of people might not be familiar with it, but it's it's the actual shape of the head is is almost a little bit like a small high lie basket. Um, really cradles the golf ball. And then the motion you're using is you know you can use all different types of motions. A lot of people like the sort of over the top lacrosse type of motion. Some people use more of a of a sidearm. I think in my mind the most effective is really somewhere between the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, So you're getting a little bit of left to right action on it um, and you tend to get a little more distance that way. But really it's, it's the one of the great things about the product is and the way the sort of rules of fling golf work is that anything you can do with the stick to get the ball, you know, towards the hole or in the hole is fair game.
0: My first experience with fling golf and the fling stick was at the PGA merchandise show. And I had the chance, it was, it was funny because a lot of people were around flinging these things into the nets want like, oh, the gotta, demo day right. at the demo day yeah and I, I, I yeah. gotta check this out and you know I, I believe I met alex at that point and and yep. you know he he offered a lot of suggestions and it was really easy to use and what i really loved about it and this was prior to me actually trying it on the course uh what I what I really liked about it like you mentioned was the the, the putting aspect of it literally every it's like the Swiss army knife of of golf clubs everything you need is right there
1: right exactly and that's that's one of the the coolest things about it is that just in what as the game has sort of grown and evolved it's also seeing the techniques that people come up with um especially involving the short game i mean i i think the you know off the tee from the fairway relatively you know there's there's you know there's different you know elevations and launch points and release points but where it's really been interesting to get feedback from the people that are out there playing it is people come up with different techniques, and a lot of it involves the short game. And we've probably heard at least eight, or nine different types of uh, ways that people putt. Some of which I couldn't even believe because the you know there, there's there's someone out there that they actually use the not the face of it to putt, but actually the the sort of front side, almost the the the, the, the beginning of the cradle, not not the back end. And I've tried it a couple times and it, I don't even understand how this person gets it to work. But he said, it's the most effective way for him to putt. And he's really, really accurate at six feet. In. So um, that's really one of the cool things. It's just people coming up with different ways to, uh, to manipulate the ball with the club, because it's got a lot of different facets to it. You can, you can come up with some unique stuff.
0: One of the things that, uh, you know, when I, when I actually had the chance to try it on an actual golf hole, a um, couple things I noticed, and just so listeners understand, you can go to flinggolf.com and learn a little bit more about what we're talking about with the fling stick. And there's a, a lot of great content on the website. Uh, listeners should know that th- depending on how, I guess, your technique or strength or whatever, just like regular golf, this ball might go a little bit shorter than maybe you're accustomed to. At least it was for me. Is that is that pretty uh, common? Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. When you're coming from a, a golfer's point of view, certainly that – you're, you're going to lose generally a, a little distance. Um, uh, so, you know, max distance really, and this is, we're talking about people that have sort of set these records, so to speak, are yeah, professional lacrosse players generally. And yeah. they're maxing out at, at sort of 260 yards definitely shorter than what a really good drive would be for you know an experienced golfer. Um and you know for your average person they're probably more in the the 150 to 175. Um you know I, I think the more uh, custom you get to it then you can start pushing 180 200 but the the great thing about it is that your second shot from the fairway is usually going to be just as long. There's no reason it wouldn't be just as long. Um So you may give a little off the tee, certainly. And a lot of people we recommend to play um, forward tees. Mm -hmm. Your your perfect tee is really in a a sort of 5,000 to 6,000 yard range. Anything more than that, you're going to have trouble, especially if there's like a really long carry of of water off the tee. That might be a bit of a challenge. Um, But uh, um, yeah, so definitely someone that's used to, you know, driving the ball with some accuracy, you know, 250 yards. It's going to be it's going to be tough to replicate that.
0: Yeah. And the other side of it, too, was you speak about approach shots. You know, obviously, you're not compressing the golf ball in any way. So the spin factor is something you have to account for, too. I found that it was best to kind of, uh, you know, I guess aim short and let it roll up a little bit, and right. that's, that's something that just takes some getting used to a little bit.
1: Yeah, and, that, and that's one of the interesting things about playing golf is that because sometimes you'll hear from people and they'll say, they're like, well, you've, you've dumbed down golf in a sense, or, well, you've just made it, now you've made it too easy. And it's really not the case at all. It's just, it's, it's different. And, you know, you're, you're, you lose some yardage off the tee, but you gain a lot of accuracy. But then in terms of the approach shots, it's, you know, a lot of it becomes feel. Because you're not doing this thing where you're sort of robotic about, okay, I hit my nine iron this long, I hit my eight iron this long, my seven, and with a lot of consistency, it's it's now, okay, I've got to put, you know, three quarters strength into this, or half strength, or right. totally different technique. And just like golf, it's, you know, if you really want to score, it's all about the short game. Yeah. So, about how many strokes can you shave off that short game? Because if you're consistently getting in the fairway and getting close to the green regulation, the only way you're going to prove your score is short game. And that's that's definitely true of fling golf.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, it, it, you put it nicely. It is different. It's just learning a different way to play the same game. And I think that really speaks to the benefit of someone maybe just learning the game, for example, who need to understand things like etiquette, uh, pace of play, uh, you know, just getting familiar with the go- golf course in general. This is a great entry point for someone to kind of just go and get used to all those things.
1: That, that's that's a really great point, Adam. Because we're we're really trying to make a a push now with uh, golf courses and sort of tough in this environment. But uh, you know, youth golf um, uh, camps and youth golf organizations and First Tee because it's really about how you. How do you get more people to the golf course? Whether they, you know, become lifelong fling golfers or lifelong golfers, win win. It's all just about getting more people to the golf course, and I think certainly at a, at a young um, level for kids, that sometimes the difficulties with golf turns them off right off the bat. And for me, you know, I grew up playing some golf, and one of my favorite parts about the game was actually the. And I feel like with a lot of people with golf, if they can't get off the tee and if they're always in the woods and they're really struggling by the time they get to the short game, they've probably given up on the hole. Yeah. And certainly if they're playing with more experienced golfers. So one of the great things about fling golf is that it actually, for your average person, once you get your release point down, the the, the game is sort of right in front of you in the sense that you're probably going to get in the fairway. Maybe, you know, not as long as you might with a driver, but it's going to be a lot more accurate. And then you're now you're gonna get very quickly to the nuances of the game. Like you said, for for young people, you're gonna have, um, uh, it's gonna be easier to learn etiquette. And that's definitely something we've seen because we'll do a lot of events where um, Fling Off is really perfect for um, youth sports teams or other events like that. We're just trying to get a bunch of people and we've seen it time and time again, where a bunch of kids come out there, and maybe half of them have never even been on a golf course, but maybe they're part of a baseball team or a lacrosse team, and because they can really get it, get the fundamentals down very quickly, especially like lacrosse players, like they, they usually right off the bat, like their first or second fling, they're, they're not flinging it in the ground, or they're really getting the release point, and they'll be out there, and and you know they'll be doing well right off the bat. But the interesting thing is that sometimes you send a bunch of these kids off and they don't know the first thing about etiquette. So then they're all sort of firing at the same time. So it's, it's a, it is a great opportunity. Like you're you're catching their interest right off the bat, but then you, it gives you this sort of teaching moment for, you know, how, um, you know, etiquette, especially, you know, around the green and you gotta, you know, you gotta actually treat the putting surface like, (laughs) like a sacred object, you know, a lot of work has gone into, getting that putting surface is, you know, pristine as possible. And so you got to respect that. Um, and your average person, if they've never been on a golf course, is just, is not going to understand that. So fling off is a great way to, to get them out there. And in a, in a casual way where they're not, they're not so much worried about their technique or their fundamentals, and they can learn more about the, the sort of holistic. Game.
0: You know, you're right. And I know we're talking a lot about, you know, juniors, beginners, but, I mean I could picture a foursome of very talented regular golfers. Like I could picture my my friends and I going out and have four of these things and we could have some pretty competitive rounds. I mean, Oh yeah. This is this is no joke, folks. I mean, you can get up there and it's just like the game that you're you you've grown accustomed to. I mean, I've been playing golf for 25 years now and I mean, this this kind of opened my eyes to a different way to play the same game that I love.
1: Right, exactly, because you're you're like you said, like when you get into the short game and your approach, okay, you're not putting a bunch of spin on the ball, but so you're actually having to land it short and let the momentum carry it forward. And so for every one of the things you maybe you can't do because it's you're not using a golf club, there's three other potential things you can do. Um, and you know, for everything that is made easy in the sense that you know, hey, if you're behind a tree, well, fling golf is actually not very easy. Right, but there's a few other things you got to do. And, you know, the way we play the rules, you're, you're, you're taking, you know, a penalty in a sand trap because you have to treat a sand trap like a, like a water hazard. Otherwise it would be, you know, no, sort of no, um, no difficulty at all. Um, But uh, yeah, so it's like, like you said, we've talked about a lot for beginners, but we've sort of, you know, tell golfers, look, we're not a lifelong golfer who really enjoys it. We're not trying to convert you into a fling golfer because fling golf is somehow better or anything like that. Sure. Not, not, not that at all, but for anyone that's a golfer that, you know, enjoys being out on a golf course, like why wouldn't you try something different? And, you know, I think for someone that really is not even coming from this, from a golf perspective, what we always tell people when we're trying to explain what the sport is, is it's like the snowboarding of golf. Hmm. It's, it's just a different way to get around a, you know, a golf course. Whereas like snowboarding is, you know, it's not like snowboarding has evolved to the point where it's not like, you know, border is saying like, I would never ski. And you get a lot of people that will do both of them because they're just, it's, it's just different. You're using the same piece of real estate, but you're just using it in a slightly different way. But the objective is the same, just like getting down the mountains, the same it's, you know, trying to get the ball in the hole in as few of strokes as possible.
0: So how has, uh, how have golf courses responded to fling golf i'd imagine that again using the same hypothetical foursome walking up to the first tee carrying a fling stick probably looks a little bit odd for the course that might not be aware of what it is
1: yeah i mean golf courses have actually been very receptive and, and on, on a number of different levels i mean there's there's sort of the first uh, which we'll do a lot of the time i mean love doing this in in uh especially when we're traveling is is going to a golf course and booking a tea time or just showing up and not, and not really. And it's more about not even, you know, saying, Hey, you know, we know you don't have fling sticks, but can we play fling off there? It's more like booking a tea time, showing up, seeing the starter. The starter might be like, what are those? And they have heard about it before. Most likely they have not. And then you sort of explain the concept to them and they see, you know what you're doing, that you're not going to be, you know, it's not a danger to anyone in the course. And they basically, Nine out of 10, if not more often than that, they'll, they'll basically say, enjoy your round. Yeah, That's that's great to see. And then you get the same reaction then when you're out on the course from other golfers, which is, you know, you get a bunch of people looking at you. And usually like they, they, they won't notice for the first hole or two. And then because they, they, they just think they caught, you know, out of the corner of their eye. They, they saw something that just looked a little different. And then they'll see you, and then they'll watch you for a couple holes, and then by about the fourth or fifth hole, and the, or the next time you sort of meet up at at the um, in a logical place, they'll always ask about it. Yeah, and is that kind of try it out? And and uh, um, so yeah, but from a golf course perspective, they've they've certainly um, uh, most are very positive about it, and you know certainly from a business because a lot of we sell a lot of fling sticks to golf courses that want to um, you know rent them out. Um, there have been a lot that have been very enthusiastic about it. Um, I think, you know, some of them are challenged a little bit about it because from a golf course perspective, a lot of them, and I don't mean this as a complete slight to them, but they're not necessarily great at marketing the game itself.
0: Right. Because
1: golf is such an established sport that it's most of their customers are coming because they play golf and mm-hmm. there's a golf course and you're you're sort of marketing the your golf course is great because of these amenities or because of, you know, this design and this skill level needed, etc. It's all about the golf course. It's not about the actual sport itself because people know what golf is. So I think, you know, for a lot of uh, um, golf courses that buy them, they, they, they sort of buy them. And then because the sport is so young, it's a golf course to really make it work off course has to market a little bit. They, you know, we, we've heard, and this isn't all golf courses by any stretch. We have a lot of golf courses that are certainly making it work, but you'll have some golf courses like, yeah, we bought some fling sticks and we sort of keep them in the back and yeah. you know, we don't get a lot of players. Well, it's like, yeah. Cause like the people that frequent your golf course, they may not even, they probably never heard of it. You know, we're, we're a small company growing and only, you know, there's only so much we've, we've, we've done to build the awareness. So, um, uh, it's not, you know, it's not a magic wand in the sense, or at least we're, we're not there yet anyway, but um, um, you know, I, I think those golf courses that really, you know, embrace it the most are the ones that, you know, they've got someone at the course that likes playing, likes going out in the driving range might be, a, you know, diehard golfer, but likes going on the driving range and fooling around with the Yeah, in the driving range. And then they ask about it. And then they say like, Oh, you know, not sure I'd do that, but I got a friend that, that, Really isn't a good golfer. And in fact, I'd have about more, but he's hacking around and he's slowing us all down. Like these, he could probably really speed things up, and he could play at the same pace. Um, or you know, you get a lot of families where it, uh, you know, the, the 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 mom or the dad they, they might play golf, and their kids just never really got into it, or their kids are young and they want to they want to get them out there, and this is a way that their kid can actually sort of keep up with them, and you know. Play, you know, and, and, you know, not have that frustration factor that a lot of kids have with it uh, off the bat.
0: Yeah. I, I, I had a similar experience uh, taking the fling stick out to the course that I was playing. And now this is a course that, uh, well, it's Cog Hill, Cog Hill um, okay. in Illinois. And, you know, they're a pretty progressive golf course because they also have other products that are non-traditional so to speak like they've got those golf surfboards for example right and they've got other things like that so I I feel like they're a little bit more open to the concept and yeah there was a little bit of me explaining what it was you know because I was there with my regular golf clubs and I just played two balls for a few holes uh just to kind of compare the two and they thought it was really cool you know and so you know we were talking a little bit more about it after the round, but. it's encouraging to hear that those are experiences that you're hearing about too, because I think we both agree that golf hasn't always been open to change.
1: No, no. this
0: is is certainly a, a a adjustment or a change a step away from the traditional.
1: Yeah. And I think that it's, you know, it's more open to change now than I feel that it's ever been. And really just even the last like 10 years, it's really been, I mean, the number of things that have been tried and, you know, the number of courses that, you know, Uh, you know, started to embrace foot golf or disc golf. And the thing about golf is that you don't, you don't modify your course in any way. Right. And, you you know, in fact, from the superintendent's point of view, it's actually fantastic because there's no divots in the tee box or on the fairway. Right. (laughs) You know, it's really, there's no, you know, no harm to the golf course. And, um, but I think those courses that, have been the most successful with it. Um, and have really embraced it. Are like you said, it's the ones that are trying the the uh, the, the, the golf boards, the ones that maybe they've tried you know foot golf or, or put the disc golf cages up, or they're just you know they're doing a lot of events potentially for members of the community where you you know you play a you know multi-sports kind of things, or they're they're always trying to have come up with things for events where. You know, play this hole with, you know, one club or play, you know, the, the, uh, um, what's the, uh, the, the gun that fires the golf ball? Oh, right. Yeah. A lot of things that, you know, and those are more sort of events. But I think it's that, you know, uh, it's a mentality that, hey, we're trying to have people, you know, enjoy themselves and have fun mm-hmm. as we're selling entertainment. As opposed to, we're selling the traditional game of golf, and if anything veers off the traditional game of golf, then you know the you know the uh, um, the founders of of, of golf are going to roll over in their graves. I mean, that's, that's that mentality I, I think is definitely changing with a lot of people. And you, you look at it, it's you know things that have been you know tried, like the you know the, the larger holes and you know all sorts of things that are really you know changing the the, the fundamental game. I think in some sense those are positive signs just because the golf industry in general sees that, you know, um, yes, they're always going to be the diehard purists, and but there's just different ways to enjoy a golf course. And, you know, some people want to go really old school with the hickory sticks, right? which I also think is, is great because it's just, it's just a different way to enjoy a golf course.
0: Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that we talk a lot about on this show is just go out and have fun. And you put it nicely. I mean, you're you're selling entertainment. The entire thing is entertainment. I think golf sometimes gets in its own way with the seriousness of it. And, you know, certainly, like you said, there are the purists, there are the traditionalists. That game's still there for them, for the people right. that want to kind of come out and try something new and still have a different type of fun. Doing something that you're already familiar with. I mean, there's no downside to this. Just go out and try it, and you're going to enjoy something that's in a way that you didn't think you could.
1: Right. I- I- exactly. And that's why we also tell, you know, even, you know, lifelong golfers, hey, it's like, you know, just put one on your back because I guarantee you take that out and, you know, your next, you know, um, regular foursome and you're going to have fun with it. Yeah. yeah there's just, there's no, even if, you know, someone uses it and has a, you know, is not good at it. That's going to be fun in its own right. Just being able to, you know, poke fun at a friend. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just, it's just, it's a, it's a different experience out there. And I think that's just what, um, what golf is really needed is is not to, I, I think it, there's, it has too much of that reputation of being, you know, stuffy and, yeah. And you can only do it this way. And it's, you know, rule book that's all about, you know, lies and a bunch of things that which, you know, the reality is for those people that don't play golf is, that, you know, there's so many rules in the golf rule book that, you know, 95% of people that are not, you know, necessarily competing, you know, you have know, competitively playing or professionally that they're not really playing by those rules necessarily, or at least they're not enforcing those rules, I should say
0: true that's very true <laughs> i could definitely and, uh, think of because
1: it, it would not make you know golf that enjoyable no if if you were always doing that you know now at a professional level it's a different matter because sure every single stroke matters um and you know our long term goal is to get fling off in a, in a similar place where it's a, you know it's it's play, played in an organized way in tournaments etc um and i'm sure we'll have we'll, we'll layer on more rules than we we have today but right now it's all a matter of look go out and, you know, enjoy the golf course.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a great way to do it, folks. And once again, we're talking to Mr. John Prulidge. He is the president of Fling Golf. And John, uh, I know we're up against the clock here, but just a couple things really quick. Once again, the website is flinggolf.com. Uh, you offer a lot of different types of fling sticks. You also offer customizations, if I'm correct.
1: That, that's true. So we, we have sort of Three different main products. The first is a uh, um, what we call the launch, which is entry-level product. Um, it's got the uh, the lowest price point, and a lot of courses use those. If the course is going to buy them, they'll, they'll use them for rental sticks. It's a great way if you're not sure you're going to like the products. It's easy way to get into the uh, um, into the game. And those are those are really they all basically they're they're one color for each size, so you there's no customization at all it's it's sort of a standardized product and the next one up is and they're also made of a a composite blend the next one up is the the stinger which is it's 100 carbon fiber so it's really lightweight i mean the 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 entry level launch is very lightweight too but the stinger is really lightweight we've got a bunch of different patterns you can put on the head you can do some customized grips as well and then the other product is the ballistic which is this crazy Extra long. It's it's our our, our longest uh, fling stick, measuring a total of fifty one inches, and it's got this extra long grip, which is not even a golf grip. I mean, it's the our standard size fling stick has a oversized, on it. the ballistic has this thing. It's basically just this this grip that we designed, which is more akin to almost like a lacrosse stick kind of kind of grip. Um, this thing is just a beast, but it, for those that can control it. It has set all the distance records. And um, so uh those are our major products. But then the at the higher end level, yeah, yeah there's customization where you can put on different uh, different heads and we're we're coming up with new patterns and new uh new ways to customize uh um every day.
0: I love the uh the one of the selling points of the ballistic is it's best for tall or potentially crazy players. <laughs> I like that.
1: That's absolutely true because I mean one of the great things about fling golf just in general is that it's it's there's a different mentality in fling golf than there is in golf because in golf it's you don't want to you don't want to overswing and it's not it's 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 more the consistency than it is the the absolute strength that you put in it fling golf not so much like the, the harder you can swing the more and it's really about the the, the whip motion um before your uh, release point so the the more you can sort of have reckless abandon the, you know, the, the better results and the more yardage you're going to get. And when you've got this 51 inch ballistic, it's, you can't help, but want to just go absolutely bonkers. With the
0: thing. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. And <laughs> uh, listeners, I hope, I hope that sounds like a lot of fun to you all as well. Once again, the website is flinggolf.com You can find them all over social media as well. Uh, John, thanks so much for coming on today. I, I'm sure that, uh, well, we can hear it in your voice—just how, how passionate you are about this uh, company, about the products—and I'm sure our listeners will will uh, appreciate that.
1: Adam, thanks for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure.